Welcome back to Exploited Cinema after, I don't know, a two, three-year hiatus. It's it's a big welcome back, huh? And I'm joined by Dale Roy himself. Hey, hey, hey. And actually, this whole thing is kind of being orchestrated by uh, like a, a regular listener of the show. He used to write in all the time. He may have called in. He doesn't remember. I don't remember. We don't we don't remember, but I, I feel like he did. Uh Zach. <laughs> and I think the listeners What's already up? know you. They already know you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm on all kinds of podcasts on the uh, Revival House. And uh Revival House is uh, we, we get to bring you guys back from the dead. It's dog. <laughs> what other you're on uh Mac and Mac and Zach Save the World. Mac and Zach Save the World. That's a pretty popular podcast, huh? Is it? <laughs> I don't know. I thought so. I actually, I've heard your. Po- I heard of that name of that podcast. Like, I don't know how long you guys been doing it. A year? Because I could have sworn I heard about something about it a while back. Oh, we've been doing it for like three years, but th- there's one year that's uh, not doesn't exist because we kind of stopped for a while. <laughs> then we picked it back up. Oh, and- you took a break. Yeah. yeah. Dale, what have you been fucking doing? Tell them about tell them about uh, Canadian assault and all that shit. Uh, I've still been doing Canadian Assault strong like usual. Um, it's been going since the late 90s. I do it online now, CanadianAssault.com. Awesome. Doing some interviews, reviewing a lot of... I get albums like all the time to review and doing all that shit. haven't been doing any podcasting for a long time. But it's funny, Zach wrote in and uh, that's how I got in the show. Remember, I, I called in with you and Jade Dog early and it's... Hell yeah! Oh, is that what Zach called in? Was that no? I I called in. That's how I got on the podcast. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. That's right, Dale. I keep forgetting. I'm, you know, it's we've been doing this show. We've been doing this show for so long. I forgot Dale was a listener too. (laughs) Yeah, I feel fucking like I'm a shell shocked. Like I'm, I'm in front of these guys I've been listening to. So it's it's like I'm uh, starstruck. (laughs) <laughs> oh, you know, you know what? It's cool because like it, it's real. I, you know, I felt like it was real natural when we started doing little tests and uh, we've never actually other than when you called in, if you called in, I don't, you know, I don't think I've ever talked to you in person. See, I don't remember exact. I don't remember calling in, but like I had to have because I was always writing unless you always did call in episodes when I was at work or something crazy. Right. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Dale, did we ever do a call in when you were on the show? Mm, I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, we did all kinds of crazy shit, but I don't know if we ever... Our Halloween episode seemed like a call-in show. (laughs) We had so many people coming in and out. 
I felt like it was, I always want to create a party, party atmosphere. Like, who's going to show up next? I thought it was cool as fuck when we got 42nd Street Pete on there. Yeah, dude. If Well, Pete had done, the, you know, he had done an interview and stuff. And yeah, I, I kind of lost touch with Pete, not or for any particular reason or anything. I still follow him and shit. I just, I just hadn't talked. I haven't talked to him in like the longest time. I don't think he's seen Sleaze Fiend or anything or, or anything like that. So I met him at uh, Cinema Wasteland, too. So I've actually met Pete, which was cool. I don't think he remembered me, but I bought a porno. <laughs> off his table real raw it's so greasy it's definitely off the deuce and every you know you know when a movie's made on 42nd street when all the performers feet are dirty have you noticed that dale yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a deuce film they're all feet are all dirty they look like they're hillbillies from kentucky the floor is all <laughs> sticky with jizz and stuff so <laughs> feet stick to shit well we're not caught we're i guess I don't know, Dale. You want to tell them what we're what we're talking about tonight? I do believe we're going to be uh, touching on. Uh, we just mentioned the Deuce, so we're yeah. going to touch on the uh, the Deuce series from Showtime, and That's then right. I guess the main events, the Water Power commentary. I don't know. We'll probably talk about the Deuce while we're. I figured because that's kind of how uh, Zach That's and a good the idea. Commentaries is they just kind of do the show over top of them. Yeah, especially since this is uh, porno. We like there's nothing to talk about while the sex is going on. We're not going to jack off. We could be the first podcast to do that. Yeah, okay. it's like, hey, let's all jack off, and we'll see who comes first. <laughs> well, we're, I think we're the longest running podcast, so that's a first. Uh, but I, you know, I don't think all the all the you know uh, hosts have, have jerked off simultaneously. So. I- how are you gonna I, make I mean, I've jerked, I've jerked off to this movie before, but not, not, not with anyone. <laughs> oh, damn, that's greasy. We were me and me and Zach were talking about how this porno really isn't attractive or something that's arousing, and Dale's like, I jerked off to it. I don't have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I jerk, I jerk off to every roughie, so you know. I, yeah, I mean, they're. I mean, sometimes some of them are the tamer ones are a little bit more attractive, but the ones where they're constantly screaming and it seems like they're in terror i mean it's just ugh. the ugh. only one that ever turned me off is is the guy i uh did our record label with he sent me one of those scat porn ones because he's he's into that shit and i'm just like this is fucking disgusting i don't know how you could get fucking hard on this shit. women it, like it was... rubbing poop in each other's mouths and ugh. was it a scat roughy no or it was like scat. just a scat porno I was going to say, I'm going to need to add this to my list if it is a roughie, too. <laughs> and there was this one guy from the, that ran a record label in a band in Finland. And some of the stuff on there was his movies, his home movies that he made with a, a girl with S&M and a scat. <laughs> oh, a little bit of both mixed, huh? Yeah. I leather's got to be hard to like clean poop, you know, get the poop off of that. I would like, think, yeah. You, you got to send that mm-hmm. to a dry cleaner. Or? Probably be easier than uh, normal jeans. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I can't figure out how the women could keep shit in their mouths for like ten minutes at a time and not like throw up. They like the taste <laughs> of it. I guess so. it reminds them of home. It's like fucking warm apple pie in your mouth. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you just made me think of the Alabama hot pocket. You know what that is, right? <laughs> no. 
where you shit in a woman's vagina and then close it up. Oh no! <laughs> Holy shit! And then, and then you fuck her. I guess. <laughs> oh god! You guess? Come on! <laughs> I don't know. Done it. They don't call this the greasiest podcast in the world for nothing. <laughs> well, we were on Strebo. We did Strebo show before we actually did our our show again. Weirdly, I don't know. I just felt like I just like going on to his show because his mom listens and like all of the other shows are like really like they could be kid friendly and then like i show up and this time i bring dale with me and we tried to really sleep it up uh strebo said he's gonna have to edit a lot so we're, <laughs> we're making i love about strebo is he's he's greasy when he's not recording but then you put it on and it becomes like a he gets like so embarrassed if you start <laughs> strebo uncut we got we got to lure him onto this show and get him to talk some real greed. Well, usually he would. He would let me put it in. He'd never say, "Can you cut that?" Like, I, don't know. I think he made sure all of his family and friends didn't know that he was on our podcast. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't think they any of them know. I heard that Brento uh, didn't didn't like like us though. <laughs> he didn't think that we fit the bill or fit into that's, the. That's not surprising after that story when he was like in his late teens and he worked in a video store. Yeah. And like on the second day, he realized they had a porno section, so he quit. He quit. Yeah, <laughs> he's such a prude. That would make you want to stay around there longer. Yeah, God. no doubt. <laughs> different strokes for different folks, man. I don't know. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about the deuce, I guess, when we get into it. I don't know. Do we want to just roll the? I guess we should tell them we're so we're covering water power, but this is the. Uh, what is it? What is it called? The ultimate enema cut. It's a fan edit. It's a fan edit. Okay. <laughs> it is a fan edit from what I understand, but this should be like on DVD since there's like all kinds of, you know, 50 billion cuts. And I don't even think you can get the alpha blue France cut. I, I don't know. I think that's out of print, isn't it? Probably. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I love. I want to say I love Alpha Blue stuff. They always do a really good job. Like they like they put all this effort into uh, cleaning up a movie and stuff and make it like shine, even though like nobody's gonna see it. Mm-hmm. Like which is sad, you know, because this has some of the Alpha Blue France cut in it, and it just looks like fucking. It looks beautiful, and like I, I mean, that's not an HD cut, but I'm just like, if it looks this good you know on the dvd what would an hd cut of this look like you know fully restored Mm -hmm. so zach have you seen this movie before one time a long time ago all right did it have the did it have as many like as much enema juice going or was it cut or it's probably cut yeah yeah I think that even the cut version has a, a few enemas, but I think the, like the stuff like me and Dale were talking earlier, like uh, the stuff where he like comes in with a gun and is like holding them at gunpoint, which is in this got cut out of a lot of the, uh, the U S cuts, I guess. Mm-hmm. You I know. think that's the one I see with that cut out. Yeah. So all that jumps out at me when I skimming through it. Well, yeah, it jumps out at you too because the cut uh, goes back from like the nice alpha blue France cut to like a really shitty fucking, I guess they're pal, mm-hmm. pal videos or whatever, and uh, yeah, so it kind of jumps back and forth to really low quality, which I think makes it greasier. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I always like that, like uh, the, the the version of uh, like Silent Night Deadly Night where the, the gory scenes are like cut back in. And it looks like shit on those scenes. Yeah. yeah, you know, and that kind of, 
with this, it doesn't bother me because it's like this is already something greasy that's tucked away and you're not supposed to see it or whatever. That's kind of like I don't know. It's like could you could you could you found the you know cleaned them up a little bit? I don't. Mm-hmm. Didn't I'm they do that? By the time the... they found the other cut, it was not in good shape. They they did that on the original when they originally released RoboCop too. They had like low quality oh, yeah. cuts in there, and then they put that Blu-ray out, and they somehow they found it and cleaned it up. And I just it seemed like it was lazy. My bloody Valentine was like that too. Yep, that's true. Did they ever go back and remaster that? Um, I think the Blu-ray has the same like it looks just like the how the DVD looks. I'm I'm gonna tell you honestly, like I never liked that. Uh, director's cut or uncut version i always thought that the theatrical cut flowed better and that other cut just seemed too uh long oh yeah it just didn't i don't know it didn't flow as well it is i don't know i mean they put like the gore back in but it just doesn't seem to work i don't know mm. so we're i don't know we're synced up if anybody has this cut we're synced up to the uh oh, i think it's like a dutch uh some kind of warning yeah. Is it a warning or do you think it's an introduction? Maybe they added some more uh like plot to it, like Yeah. <laughs> the film die. Gebassard. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means. War. <laughs> so this is like this is like four cuts or three cuts put together, apparently. Like two two US cuts and then that uh uh Alpha Blue France cut. I'm excited. Let's do this, Babel. We'll count up, count us down, Zach. All right, three, two, one, play. Hell yeah! This movie's gonna fucking it's gonna dank us to dust. Oh, here's one. Here's a warning. We could read this one. The film you are about about to see is based on a true story. The names and pieces, places and persons. Oh fuck! I- Jumped off too quick. Yeah, this looks good. Anyway, they tried to do like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre thing there, but <laughs> yeah, this is the Alpha Blue cut. Looks pretty. Yeah, it does look good. We get some shots of uh, fucking New York. Yeah, this is uh actually I think this is like the bicentennial. It might have been around Fourth of July because uh he gets his picture taken here coming up. In front of a '76 flag for the you know 1976 bicentennial. Nice, which is a nice little piece of history. Yeah, looks like David Hess. It's bootleg David Hess. (laughs) He's the porno David Hess. I've been saying this for years. If he'd have been given, I think I feel like if he'd have been given the chance, he probably could have been just as good as David Hess. He tried to. I think he did try to break into mainstream, but he, he never could. You could have been meeting him at a convention and telling him he's the king of rape. Well, he did send him a get or uh, send him a wasteland, but he didn't. He never. Uh, he wasn't there when I when I had went, and then after, I don't think he ever came. I think he died. You know, by the time fucking. Mm-hmm. I, I was lucky to meet David Hess. So. Yeah, I told that story on our last podcast. We we were introducing, like, we were bringing it up that we were bringing your guys' show onto our network, and uh, all the old sh- episodes were going to be uploaded. And, like, I told that story about wherever you met David Hess, and you told him, David, you're the king of rape. 
<laughs> and then I saw him on the screen, like after like uh, it was a Q and A or whatever, and he, like he he locked eyes with me and just like gave me this weird look, like I was I was fucking Krug. <laughs> no, you're Krug. I'm the fucking. I'm scared. <laughs> I always think of him from Last Health, where he's like drooling on that chick while he's right. raping her, mm-hmm. and drooling all over her head. Here's the thing with Last House is like it inspired all these roughies, but it couldn't like David Hess refused to do the hardcore sex scenes that were originally written for the script. I mean that was supposed to be yeah, it's supposed to be a roughie yeah. And Fred J. Lincoln was right there. He's in all kinds of roughies and pornos. He was ready to do it. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing that the uh, the actors. Like basically said they thought it was good enough to not need that, so they just wrote him out or whatever. Uh, they just decided. I think David Hess and uh, Jeremy Rain wouldn't do it. And oh, okay, Mark Scheffler, I don't think because they were actually like actors or wanted to be actors. <clears throat> and then you had like Fred J. Lincoln, who was a seasoned fucking hardcore porn star. I mean, <laughs> he's appeared and probably di- I can't. I don't know. I, I want to say he's directed a roughie, but he appeared in like three or four of them. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised he's not in this. He was like in fucking every porno in the seventies. If he wasn't in it, he directed it. Oh yeah, look at this guy's room. <laughs> he could just lay in bed and jack off all day. That looks like that looks like our room. Like it would be like me or Dale or your room, and we were teenagers. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they just decorated one little corner of a room. Yeah, that's like his jack-off den. Doesn't he pick up a, a, a copy of Screw Magazine here soon? I think so. It's kind of required when you live in New York to, to have screws. Anybody up. who's like heavy into the like 42nd Street scene and stuff, <laughs> this is like the Bible pretty much, wasn't it? I mean, it would be like it'd be like fucking having like the times or fucking something like that sitting on your coffee table if you were sleazebean. <laughs> I think if you were just into having a good time and was looking for a good time, it was you know a good book to pick up or a good newspaper. So I think these are like Swedish erotica books. He actually even has a book called Water Power. <laughs> He's reading like later. You guys ever had an enema in real life? No. No, I haven't. Either. <laughs> I stay pretty regular. <laughs> I, I actually had to uh, not that long ago. It wasn't fun. Did you it give wasn't. it to yourself or did someone give it to you? Yeah, I had to do it myself. Oh, that's not fun. So it wasn't it yeah. wasn't that sexy? <laughs> no. I shouldn't I shouldn't tell mine because my girlfriend would get mad, but I I had to help her one day. <laughs> oh yeah. She didn't like it. I, I was kind of aroused by it, weirdly. I don't know. I was watching this movie so many times. Fucking brainwashed me. Hell yeah. I don't know if I'd I don't know if I'd be like, you know, that hardcore. Well, well, well you'll see here. <laughs> yeah, I remember one time. I remember one time seeing an interview of uh like a veteran uh scat porn actress. And they were basically asking her, like, uh, all these questions, like, in the inside business. She's like, 
oh, how do you get your shit to look like that? Like that, that nasty ass color shit. She was talking about like, oh yeah, we would eat a bunch of like beans and stuff. We would make sure we didn't shit for like 24 hours before we shot. It was fucking crazy. Like who the fuck does this shit? So does it pay more or what? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like you think you'd have to like anal pays more. I'm pretty sure. I always heard like, that's why, uh, old Johnny Wad, John Holmes jumped to gay porn because I guess it paid more, mm-hmm. <laughs> but apparently D- John Holmes was referred to as the King. So he was like the Elvis Presley of pornography. And like, it didn't really matter what John did. I think John just was like bored with women and wanted to fuck men. Honestly, <laughs> see, I, I hope one day I can be that. I can get that much Johnny that I'm just like, oh, I'm fucking bored with women. I'm gonna fuck men now. I'm gonna be a gay. I'm gonna be gay now. I don't think he was gay. I think he was just doing it to do it. He's gay for the pay. <laughs> and then, and when you're gay for the pay, it's not really gay. Mm-hmm. Is it? <laughs> I remember hearing there. Like, I don't know if it's a rumor or not, but like, I remember hearing you had to, you have to start out in gay porn before you can move to straight porn. <laughs> if you're, yeah, apparently, if you're like working, not not like an actor, but like working behind the scenes. <laughs> well, our star behind here, Jamie scenes. Jamie Gillis, he uh, he fucking he did both. He did even mm-hmm. the scat stuff he did uh, in the 90s. He just got bored and started doing the the walking toilet where it was just like him. All of his pornos in the 90s were just him with his video camera filming it, girls shitting on him and stuff and whatever. <laughs> and then would be like, here, I got another tape. And then that would pretty much pay his rent. Kind of sad, but he enjoyed it. So. <laughs> Sounds like the life to me. <laughs> I don't know. That's like the late year. And here he is walking down the deuce, man. Mm-hmm. Gillis great... was an interesting dude. I mean, I remember hearing like one of his ex chicks that he had one whole room just full of like ladies underwear and stuff. And he'd just go there and put them on and play around. In there. <laughs> you know, he lived with a uh, long jean silver. I don't know if they were just like lovers or friends, probably a little bit of both. And uh, he lived with a bunch of these, uh, I think Serena so he he had little living relationships with uh with quite a few of the the women he worked with. I'm guessing maybe Sharon Mitchell. Sharon Mitchell's in this too. That you love Sharon Mitchell, don't you, Dale? I do. I like her. You're, I don't understand why. Me and Zach were talking about this. I said I don't know. <laughs> she looks like a boy, and she's really skinny. <laughs> looks like a boy. Well, she's always had that butch look. I don't know with the short hair. Normally she would, I don't know, like most chicks like that wouldn't really be my thing, but something about her. Is it something about her? Of course. There she is. So this is a young Sharon Mitchell too. And uh, Long Jean Silver's in this too as well. I think she's one of the, uh, she one of the, she's not the, that's not the gal on the swing there. I don't know. Is that Doesn't she uh, get the first anima and like. Yeah, I want to say she's one of the yeah she's one of the the stewardess or something. Is that Georgina Spelvin though? There on the on the little swing. Uh, I don't know. I don't think no, that's not her. I see. I, I feel like a fucking noob. You guys know all these uh, ruffy actresses. I'm just like the only ruffy I've ever seen was uh, Tammy or Rebecca. <laughs> well, yeah, that starred Sharon Mitchell too as well. Yeah. So, but yeah. You know, the thing is, they're not even just roughy actresses. These, like Sharon Mitchell and uh, who Desiree Cousteau and uh, Marilyn Chambers, a lot of these gals were like the heavyweights. Yeah, Sharon Mitchell was in tons of porn back then. Yeah. 
Yeah, she was probably if it, honestly, if uh, Jamie Gillis was in it, then Sharon Mitchell was nine times out of ten in it. They were, they were, and they would sometimes they'd be uncredited. Like, uh, did you know Jamie is in uh, uh, Fireworks Woman? Dale, he actually shows up in the orgy. Does he? <laughs> it's like when the orgy. I still need to watch that. When the orgy's going on, it's like Jamie's there. He smells it. <laughs> You showed up for a lot of. Yeah, I still need to watch that. Yeah, you. I did. never do. Uh, Wes Craven made one till you guys do that episode. And it's you know Wes pops up a bunch uh, in it. He's like like I every time I watch it I realize he's in like I don't know there go like a lot. It just keeps popping up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, is this the first sex scene? Look at that cock. <laughs> you know, I'm going to say that Sharon Mitchell, when she was like younger and like with longer hair, she really does look hot. But and, and she does. She's looking good right here. I mean, I'm, you know, I, for, I totally forgot she was in this. I think it was one of her earlier roles. Mm-hmm. I wonder what 42nd Street Massage Parlor this was filmed in. <laughs> I know some of this is filmed at and Sh- Show World, which was fucking what they were operating on the Deuce. They still are, aren't they? Operate? They're not on the Deuce. They've moved, but uh, apparently Show World is still operating. Uh, positive on that, but I th- I think it was at least 2015. It was. I think one of the reasons I like Sharon Mitchell so much too is like she was like. One of the first pornos that I got for myself, she was in one of them. Ah, okay, that's what you it know, is. You know, like when I was in the fourth, fifth grade or whatever. Do you guys know that uh, Evil Ed from Friday Night did porn? Yeah, I heard that gay porn and stuff. Yeah, was, I heard that. Yeah, too. yeah. We talked about that on an episode of Back and Zach. We were doing, uh, we were doing Friday Night, and uh, I just remembered it while we were watching it, so I, I went to Pornhub. And look for a, a video so I could I could like talk about that while we're reviewing or doing a commentary for his real movie, and uh, yeah, I got I was like I gotta see his nut, I gotta see the cum shot. I'm gonna review the cum shot. And it wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> I remember reading that that guy J Dog brought that up on on exploited back in the day. I want to say, and I I want to say that it's he left mainstream movies because gay porn paid more. Mm-hmm. So that explains why Johnny Holmes did it, man. You know, exactly. I think Johnny was desperate too with his uh, with his drug addiction. Yeah, that's true. I think he was doing it sometimes just to get. <laughs> yeah, I heard that he would go to all, screw you. Yeah, he would go to this nightclub or whatever, and like like let guys suck his dick and suck their dick and stuff. And they knew he knew they like knew who he was, and it was about you know the celebrity status and he would go there to make money so he could buy drugs so i think he liked it though because he did do gay porn so i think it, you know you don't do that transition over if you know like a guy like jack wrangler who was gay but did straight porn and then ended up you know did a lot of gay porn i think there's a few straight porns that jack wrangler did but he was gay you know he didn't like it so mm-hmm. Jack Wrangler is another interesting one. I think he died of HIV too, as well. 
Uh, fuck, AIDS got a bunch of fucking porn stars. If Johnny Wad, he was a victim of it. Johnny Wad, that's a dank name. <laughs> Are you coming up on fourteen minutes? Yep. Okay. Just hit it. Sorry, what are we looking at here? I've got other things brought up. Second, we're watching. Uh, we're watching his cock mm. dangling. We were. Now it's gone. My mouth isn't watering anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I should throw out some facts to bring some credibility to this podcast instead of just a bunch of breathing fucking raincoat crowd. Yeah, a bunch of dig jokes. <laughs> So this was directed by Sean Costello. He directed it under the name Helmuth uh, Reichler. And Sean actually directed, he wrote, he edited, he produced, and he did the special effects on this film. Which, I, the only thing I can think of special effects wise is that he loaded the fucking enema bottle or thing. <laughs> or he put it in, I don't know. What, what special effects is in this? <laughs> I'd have to ask him. <laughs> I'm not sure, but he's accredited for the the effect, so maybe some blood. Sean actually makes a few appearances. He's uh, the police station cop. He's the man at the car window, credited as Howard Steinman. So he's he's a police he's the police officer in this. And I get, apparently he he would pop up in his movie, well, obviously to fill a role. Like, oh, that guy didn't show up. Guess I'll have to play him. But he was pl- paying tribute to the other uh, fucking horror alumni that did porn. Uh, uh, who? What was his name? Did Savage Streets? Uh, Danny Steinman. Yeah. Danny Steinman. Yeah, but he started in like. Well, he didn't start in porn, but his directing career started in adult movies. So. Oh yeah. And he was able to make the transition. Now we we cut to some low grade footage here. Mm-hmm. Is that why the subtitles suddenly kicked in? Yeah. <laughs> and the picture quality uh, went very, way down, downgraded. Diminished greatly, yeah. But it's still good. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. I can see why this was cut out, because it's just a bunch of her talking, and nobody wants to hear anybody talk in a porno. Even Jamie Gillis is like, what the fuck? Is, why are you talking? Get the squirting enema juice on my cock already. <laughs> Too many lines. <laughs> Jamie was always good with lines. He wasn't a bad actor. Like Fred Fred Jane Lincoln was another. We, we ended up figuring out, you know, with Last House on the Left, he was a fucking. I don't know why that guy didn't get to break over. He was fucking great. And no, I don't think maybe people did know he was in porn. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of the viewers did. I think he could have transitioned fine. And if you watch some of his old, like other pornos, the only way you can really, he always looks different in all the different pornos. And the only thing you can really tell is that the tattoo on his arm, on his left arm. Mm-hmm. See, I remember the first time I uh, found out there were movies where there were actual sex scenes in them. It was the second episode of. Uh, you know, exploited cinema where you guys did a uh, thriller and uh breaking point. And I was like, you had no idea, huh? Yeah. I, I remember hearing about thriller, but I didn't know it was like a whole genre <laughs> of movies. 
well, like the pornos from the seventies, Dale knows this better. He's a little bit older than me, but I, you know, I caught really the tail. I don't know how old you are, but I kind of caught the tail end. Cause I remember seeing like one of my first pornos was D- Dorenzi's baby face. And I wasn't paying attention to the plot then, but I wanted to track it down and, you know, revisit it. And I was like, wow, there's a great storyline here. What? Of course. And when I was a kid, I didn't, I was like, oh my God, there's a vagina, there's tits, jerk off, you know, like. Some neighbor brought it over and was like, here. It's like, all right. Yeah, that would be a good commentary. Like, anybody remember their first jerk-off story? <laughs> they put tape over her mouth. <laughs> Can I just go home? <laughs> they got her strapped down now for the enema on the table. <laughs> yeah, it's funny watching this stuff that they, they thought, like, that's not good enough to be in the cut. That's not what he's talking? No, fuck that. I, I, yeah, I think there's just too much. I think it, it seems like a lot of dialogue got cut out, but around the end of the film, you'll see a lot of the violence got cut out. So talking and violence, mm-hmm. people don't want that. I wonder if that's the effects he did, like blood. Yeah. Like if he kills somebody. Was there was there blood at the end, though? I don't remember. I guess I'll, because it's been a while since I've actually watched this thing all the way through. This is so. Long Gene Silver, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. I think that is Long Gene, is it? It looks a little bit like her. She had a she had that kind of perm perm hair going. I figured Long Jean Silver was a guy's name in porn. <laughs> Long Jean Silver is uh, known for her Dorenzi film, uh, where she takes her stump because she's an amputee. She's like missing her foot and uh, fucks this dude. Have you seen that one, Dale? Yeah, fucks so. the dude up the ass with it. <laughs> that sounds amazing. That's where her Long Jean Silver is like she's got a big cock leg. Right, yeah. That was the whole promo is that she defies nature, that she's basically a man and a woman. That's that is definitive exploitation. Like, oh we found an amputee, let's let's make her do a movie where she fucks somebody with it. She only did that once though for her one leading role and she didn't like it and she didn't want to do it anymore. So like her later appearances in movies, she does not she wanted to get away from that. She didn't like it, trying to sell that. So but now, Mm -hmm. you know, like because there's this uh, underground comic um, called Amputee Love about, like, these people getting together. And, like, I guess it's, like, a thing where people, like, lose a limb and they think that they're not going to be able to find somebody. So, I don't... I think in this day and age, I think it's, like, hey, you know, you be a man. I always fantasize, like, having a woman where she has no arms and legs. <laughs> and you're just, like, spinning her on your cock. <laughs> <laughs> See, Dale, Dale would love a fucking amputee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why not? Dale's deep dark. Everybody has to get fantasies. some love. <laughs> so let's let's bring it back to some more facts. <laughs> we got to keep some kind of balance here. Uh, so this film stars, uh, as you know, uh, Jamie Gillius. Uh, notorious and Noodle loved this because that's like his favorite porn star. Like he's the one that showed me the uh, the walking toilet stuff. So John Buko, C.J. Lang, Eric Edwards, which he plays the doctor there, uh, Gene Silver, and Sharon Mitchell, and probably more people, but they aren't didn't want to become porn stars. So mm-hmm. some of the alternative titles, the uh, French title is special is a special treatment for sexual pervert Portugal's title for this film was the sexual purifier, which I like that title. I really good one. 
And the other two uh, American uh, alternate titles were Enema Bandit and The Enema Killer. And it was shot in four days and made with an $18,000 budget, which seems like a lot for this film. But I don't, you know, I guess like Enema Water and stuff costs money. So that's the effects he made. <clears throat> See, uh, they were we were talking about before we started this. This is based on a true story, and uh, the guys from my neck of woods, which is fucking weird. Do you want me to read about that? I have all the all the little history on that <laughs> detailed. I'm so, a you want. fan, so I know the song well. The Illinois. Well, and yeah, and that's right. It inspired Frank Zappa and inspired the porn industry. I mean, this guy's this guy's notorious. So here's the background on it. On March. 1966, Michael H. Kenyon donned his red argyle ski mask, let himself into a house in Champaign, Illinois, through an unlocked window. Wow. Is that not too far from you, buddy? <laughs> it's just like 30 minutes away. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> the Enema Bandit's coming to a house near you. Might be and one of Zach's so relatives. <laughs> he slipped into the window. Yeah, do you know this guy? Do you know any Kenyans? <laughs> I hope. Uh, see, I'd love to find out I'm related to this guy. <laughs> so, yeah, through an unlocked window, and he administered en- enemas at gunpoint to two, na- two teenage sisters he found within. Kenyon then tied the girls up with torn strips of their bed sheets, lifted $70 from their father's wallet, and uh, and he was, I guess, dad wasn't home, and scampered off, assuring his victims as he left that he'd make an anonymous call to the police so that they'd be rescued shortly. Over the next three years, he would repeat the astonishing crime as many as a dozen times on or about the University of Illinois' campus where he was studying accounting. Then upon graduating, (laughs) Kenyon joined the Army. You might think that would straighten him out or at least make it uh, (laughs) uh, difficult to keep practicing his grotesque hobby, but apparently not. Spates of similar enema attacks occurred in Manhattan, Kansas, and in 1970 and 1972, exactly when Kenyon was stationed at Fort Riley, just outside of town, Kenyon's military duties also placed him in the vicinity where, uh, when college-age girls reported forcible colonic cleanses in Los Angeles and Norman, Norman Oklahoma. Then in 1975, Kenyon settled in Lincolnwood, a suburban community just north of Chicago. Is this your hometown, buddy? Lincolnwood, no. do you know where this is? Never been there. And found work as an auditor for the Illinois Department of Revenue. An office job left him plenty of leisure time and predictable results. The legend of the Illinois Enema Bandit started to grow and grow. Frank Zappa even wrote a song about him. But as with most criminals, fame was the prelude to capture soon after his greatest exploit, a raid on a sorority house in Urbana. Kenyon was busted in connection with a string of conventional uh, burglaries and confessed to more lurid crimes during questioning. Urbana, that's right next to uh, Champagne. A few a few months after Kenyon got sent up the river, police porn filmmaker, pro- prolific porn filmmaker Sean Costello was called into the office of Sid Levine, one of the front men for Star Distribution. Star was an appendage of Gambino crime empire, so naturally you never talked to the people who were really in charge when you dealt with them. The way Costello tells it, Levine said to him, I'm a grandfather and I'm ashamed to ask you what I'm about to ask. They need an enema movie by they, Levine. <laughs> right? The mob's like, we're, we're disgusted by this, but we need, a, we need this movie. 
Uh, so Levine meant, mainly meant Robert De Mar Bernardo, boss of uh, all the Gambino family porn interests. Uh, <clears throat> De Bernardo was uh, was uh, disgusted by the idea of the enema porn as Levine, but the man knew his market, or so he believed, and he wasn't allowed to let the market's desires go unfulfilled. Costello got the job because he was the Gambino's mob star producer of One Day Wonders. Short, uh, crude, hardcore features shot in a single day. Mobsters, after all, like a guy who can bring in a project on time and under budget, or at least as much as any studio head. Costello was sent from sent home from Levine's office with a magazine article on the Illinois Enema Bandit for research purposes, and with the explicit orders from D. Bernardo himself never to talk to him about the movie he was about to make. Unsurprisingly, Costello was... As mystified as employers regarding the supposed appeal of enema porn, and he not unreasonably took Bernardo's command at, to grant a total creative freedom. The movie he handed in, therefore, bore little resemblance to an ordinary porno flick, even for uh, the much more expensive reading of ordinary that prevailed the fetish porn. But what water power most resembles is an impossibly cheap unimaginably scuzzy riff on Taxi Driver in which the demented loser loner attempts to clean up the streets, not with a pistol, but with an enema kit. <laughs> <laughs> See, how amazing is it that we live in a world where this shit exists? That's that's great. It gets even better. So now some of you probably noticed that I've not said a word about Gerard Damiano, even though the movie's poster above to the left describes water powers. This is off some website I found, but I'm pretty sure this guy was in touch with, uh, with Sean. Uh, cause this rings true to some of the stuff Sean's posted on his blog, which I'll get down, you know, I'll, I'll promote that and stuff here in a bit, but yes, Gerard Damiano's name was put on the cover. Uh, and so they go on to say that, uh, the Gambino family didn't need an enema picture after all because nobody wanted to see any such fucking thing. The Times Square porno houses couldn't get give tickets to Water Power Way and Star Distribution was left with a product that did nothing but take up space in their warehouse. So basically putting Damiano's name on it uh, after no negotiations with other mob held and, you know, had his contract was the first of several attempts by Star to make Water Power seem attractive to somebody. It didn't work, but d what did work was sending it to Germany and the Netherlands, where they're fucking into this shit, apparently. So. Yeah, Germany, they love the shit porn. I'm I see the mafia this... guys, they're all traditional. They're like, what are you, half a fag? Right. <laughs> they're weirded out by it. But, like, yeah. the, you know, like, from the stories I've heard about 42nd Street, I'm surprised this didn't bring in the fucking... I mean, this is definitely raincoat crowd material, but I'm surprised that people weren't into it i mean it's the first of its kind yeah groundbreaking monumental it's fucking interesting but i, I can see people like i don't want to jack off to shit water yeah i guess you know like having a dodge like fucking come all over to seats and shit just to come like sit down and watch this movie i don't i probably wouldn't have either maybe i don't know <laughs> look at him rubbing it he's he's djing that clip He's so mad is, that she's doing this thing. Like, you fucking pig. <laughs> Watch yeah, this, this is definitely some voyeuristic. <laughs> this is amazing. See, I feel bad for people that aren't watching the movie with us. 
I I don't think anybody's gonna track this down. I, <laughs> we should I probably describe like, the odd scene once in a while, just so know what's going on. Yeah. So there's a there's a close up of a dick jamming into a vagina right now, over and over. It's like she's being stabbed. And our enema <laughs> hero is watching through his telescope. And apparently he like holds this chick on a pedestal, so he's really pissed off. But... And the guy that is doing the stabbing, of course, has a mustache. <laughs> this guy's been in a bunch of shit. I can't, who, I can't remember what that guy's name is. Do you, you recognize him, don't you, Dale? He's been in a bunch of greasy yeah. films. Oh man! Every I time there's this. a roughie, this guy shows up. <laughs> I love seventies porn so much. Great Bush. <laughs> That's right. You're a Bush fan. That's right. Definitely. Yeah, we talk about that on BTM every once in a while. I, I, I don't mind Bush. Don't mind it. Shave, I, you know, shave turns me off a little bit. I'm, I'm, I kind of like to go down, so like I'm not, you know, the Bush isn't really the best for that. So, I mean, it's gonna burn your motherfucking face up. That's that's, that's a lot to eat around. Yeah, it, uh, well, you gotta let it get a little, you know, a little, little bit of flavor to the flavor. <laughs> I just don't like having to stop every time to pick a hair out of my teeth, man. Like, <laughs> then you can floss and be and be clean. Yeah, there you <laughs> so go. you you're flossing and having a good time. The pubes hold in the pheromones and everything. So, yeah, that's true. Uh-huh. I like how he's got that. Se- I I need we need to make those, man. That seventy six fucking pin. I could sell them on the fucking. That's right. Uh, so did you know, Zach? I, I'm I'm doing like a. More publishing and stuff. I don't know if I hipped you to it or not, uh, but we've expanded a bit. Well, I have on my end, but uh, yeah, Bat Thirty Two. He's got a magazine. Uh, he, like, yeah, people don't know that yet because oh no, later it's, episodes. It's expanded into more now. It's a, it's a full full publishing. I've been doing uh, some public domain comics and uh, working on some. Some stuff on my uh, on my own too, as well as well as a fourth issue of Sleaze Fiend magazine, which is had what Sleaze, you were talking. Had about. Sleaze Fiend started before the podcast ended. I think it did, right? Yeah. I think uh, the very last of the episodes were kind of you getting ready to kind of go into doing mm, that. No, maybe. no. Uh, actually, we I put out the first two issues while the podcast was still running, and I want to say. Dale, you, uh, I want to say we reviewed it on the yeah, podcast right, yeah. one episode. I think maybe we did both, both books when you were on Dale. Probably been over four years. I kind of, it's getting a little fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a third, we put out a third issue. Uh, Dale was involved. Uh, Strebo, all the writers. Well, there's a few writers minus some guys just didn't have a lot of time around then. And in retrospect, they probably could have gotten an, gotten an article in, but yeah, we put out a bike exploitation issue. Well, it wasn't just bike exploitation, but the majority, the good first half of it was, and that was a theme. <laughs> Are you into biker flicks, Zach? I haven't seen a lot of them. Really? Yeah. There's some good stuff, uh, man. I'm just fucking. I'm, I'm a wet blanket in this commentary. Do you <laughs> like? Uh, do you like Dennis Hopper and Peter Fonda? Yeah, I got that to watch. Uh, I've never seen that, and I've I'm, what? I'm uh, Easy Rider. Easy Rider. Yeah. Never seen Easy Rider. <laughs> I've never seen that. <laughs> wow! Somebody should have copied Peter start. Fonda's name and 
in porn and called himself Peter Fondle. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. I see this guy that directed this, directed Forest Entry. That's been one I've been wanting to see. Mm-hmm. Never seen that. Oh, that's a good one. Yep. That's my one of my favorite roughies, I think. I remember I finally found that once, and then I downloaded it, thinking, yeah, I'm going to finally see that. It was like a fucking like, shot on VHS remake of it. I was like, fuck this. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> made a remake, or was it a cheap sequel, maybe? Yeah, yeah I think it was, yeah. He also uh, he also directed uh, the Sex Wish uh, uh, yeah. roughie, which is a porno, but a rough porno version of death wish which kind of makes sense because death wish even had rape in it sounds amazing (laughs) yeah that one stars harry reams and harry reams stars in um forced entry too as well right did they go on and make five sequels though and then in the fifth one did he kill somebody by poisoning their cannoli that's what you need to know. You know what? I think that Sex Wish probably could have went on for, you know, five <laughs> if the Gambino fucking family would have paid paid for him. It probably wasn't selling well. Yeah, it's Sex Wish, though, so he would have had to, like, jizz on his cannoli. Right. He's got AIDS cum or something. You're he right. It would be, like, in the 80s, so, yeah, it would be, like, AIDS cum. <laughs> he would die slowly over a couple-year period. Yeah, you'll die sometime in the next couple years. Right. No, he needs to die now. So, yeah, they cut this one out. So now our enema yeah. hero has snuck into her apartment and was holding her at gunpoint while she was in the shower. Yeah, the girl that he watched that was being fucked so sleazily by that mustachio fella. What's he gonna do? I wonder. He must be. That must be John Buco. I'm not really. F- I know Eric Edwards and stuff because Eric Edwards was in. Um, he was in a shit ton of these pornos, but he was also in Debbie Does Dallas. Did you see that one before Zach? I have seen that one. Yeah, I had to watch that one because everybody talks about that one. Yeah, and you know what I realized like a year ago is that the guy that is the runs the store there is the same guy from Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> I never knew yeah, that. I remember. I remember seeing him. Yeah. I love this guy when he, he he goes to get her in the shower with a gun. He already has his cock out of his pants. <laughs> well, that's how you do it, man. And it's already hard too. <laughs> yeah, I think Jamie was one of the like one of the woodsmen that he was always hard and stuff. So Dale could have done this scene too because he likes the shit, and you know, <laughs> I think you guys could have done a sequel together, you and Jamie, and yeah. And I'm a bandit. Jamie Kennedy? Yeah, Zach, you, you gotta check out uh, Forced Entry sometime. That movie's... Man, that guy's like yeah. maniacal. You almost believe that it's real. He's so intense. Yeah, I want to. The guy that stars in that. It's like him having like Vietnam flashbacks while he's like beating chicks up and like raping them. Well, uh, that it's interesting too because uh, I wanted to bring up a little bit more about Sean. He's still alive and well, and he he is a vet, and I think he was in Vietnam, so he's like he wrote that script too. So he kind of wrote that from his perspective. But like I don't know, all these films kind of have that returning Vietnam veteran feel. At least the roughies do. 
Yeah. You know what? They should have, like, uh, you know, uh, did Vietnam porn and, like, capitalized on the whole. Yeah, like, oh, this is a guy. He comes back from Vietnam. He's got fucking radioactive jizz from the Agent Orange. The Agent Orange, yeah. <laughs> he's got a- Agent Orange come. There's this, actually, there's this porno I found, uh, like, you know, I'm always researching. It's purely research, but uh, <laughs> purely research. But I found this '70s porno called Organ Juice, and it's about the dudes growing the boat. It's from it's. We should have we should have fucking did a commentary over that. But apparently, like the they discover that uh, the cum has the like regenerative purposes, and the women are rubbing it all over their faces, and the one scene, the dude's fucking, he's like, we gotta bottle this shit, and she's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's not the aging, and, uh, yeah. That's awesome. See, there needs, there needs to be a band of, like, a bunch of organs, and they can call themselves organ juice. <laughs> they just throw cum all over the fucking, the audience, they don't even play or anything. That sounds like a real good punk band. <laughs> That reminds me, wasn't there like a, I forget if it was Ron Jeremy or some one of those guys. They they realized that this one chick's come like, makes women want to have sex with you. So they're like, making her come over and over and they're bottling it and selling it as male perfume. <laughs> <laughs> they clearly stole, robbed organ juice. Fuck it. That's totally, because or, organ juice is from like 74. It's a, 75. It's like an early one. It might be a Sean Costello film too. Who knows? Uh, you could see like the more violent, like sort of sick part was in the shitty quality, and then now we're back to the good quality once the sex starts. Yeah. So let me do a little breakdown since we've been commenting on this. People are like, "What? What the fuck cut are they watching?" So here are the various cuts of the film. So the first cut is the Alpha France DVD, which runs sixty-five minutes and thirty-six seconds, and it's a pal. And it's missing a lot of dialogue. Uh, it, the main character here's name is Burr, Burr giving the sisters a golden shower and other footage. However, it does have the best quality picture and contains some brief footage not found in the Dutch video game, video, video Rama VHS. Okay. I thought you were so, going to say video game for a second. I'm like, whoa. I was, I was like, there's a video game in this? It's going to be dark. That would be fucking awesome. It's like the Leisure Suit Larry games, just like many games. Just you gotta get into like everybody's houses and, and enema bandit the women. The Dutch video Rama VHS runs seventy-one minutes and thirty-six seconds. It's pal. It contains all the footage missing from the Alpha France DVD. Then there's a third cut. The very rare American VHE VHS release has five minutes of triple X footage and not found in the Dutch video Rama VHS. This is NTSC, so runs longer while the Alpha France DVD and Dutch Video Rama VHS are pal. The fourth cut, which is the one we're watching, is Water Power, the ultimate enema cut. It is a fan edit composite, which uses the Alpha France DVD as its base. Extra footage is taken from the Dutch Video Rama VHS and American VHE VHS. It runs 81 minutes and 10 seconds and is mainly PAL with five minutes of NTSC inserts. Now, the original cut of this ran 85 minutes. So this cut's like lacking three minutes. Oh, and I love the scene where she's like, get it out of me, get it out of me. Because that was not, they they rolled with it, but I think she was like, fucking like, get it out of me. Like, seriously, I'm not fucking around. I'm breaking character here. And it's funny, she's like, 
She seems like she's more freaked out and in more pain getting the this enema like than, than being raped. This is my favorite scene in the entire movie because it becomes real there. Like I can tell she's not she's not having fun anymore. This isn't hey, we're making a porno. She's like, holy shit, I didn't like the feeling of that. This isn't fun. Mm-hmm. I seem to remember reading something one of the chicks in here <laughs> didn't know that she was gonna be in the enema scene and she thought she was just doing sex. I think then I think that girl right there didn't want to be credited or anything like that either. I then I don't I think she left porn after this. I think this was her like one one porno and was like, okay, no. Well Long Jean Silver didn't know this was gonna be an enema porno either, but I don't think that's her. It doesn't look like no, her. No, she was that was definitely her on the table. And the patient. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, and you can see like the poop chunks and but yeah, this looks like the alpha, is this the alpha blue frame or like yeah this is the alpha blue so this was in that cut just for listeners he has her in the bathtub and there's like water and poop shooting out and he's like standing Jer- over her oh. almost like sitting on her back jerking off with coming in it so. <laughs> I love that jean I love that jean Cody's wearing that's so badass he's still got his jean fucking his punk jean coat on his pants are off. <laughs> Why do I need to take my coat off? I'm leaving soon. <laughs> you can stay and clean up. I like how in that little bit of information they said that like he reassured them that he was gonna, you know, inform the police and stuff. And like I think he does that in this too. Like that they, they even trans translated over into the script. Like Sean Costello was a really good screenwriter, I think. He had all the details in here. I wonder if he went to like like the prison and like interviewed the real Illinois enema bandit before he made this. I don't, I didn't read anything like that. I don't <laughs> think so. But you know, the guy was, you know, he's been, you know, veteran and stuff like that. He's probably seen some pretty greasy shit. I think that's what, you know, like Tom Savini, you know, Tom Savini was in Nam and stuff and mm-hmm. that translated into his work. I think with Sean Costello, it, it probably translated over. And, you know, what I read from him is like, this was just business. Like, he's not into this shit, obsessed with it. He was just like, okay, this is my job. I want to get paid. And he goes and shoots the film. I'll be right back. I got to take a leak, baby. <coughs> I'm not going to jack off while thinking of this. Yeah, sure. <laughs> be right sure. He's like, I can't take it anymore. It's going to explode. He's like, I've never done a commentary over a porno before. <laughs> this is a different experience. Well, we've never done a commentary over a porno. And how, Dale, how the fuck did we never cover this on the show before? I don't know. We, we did, did do some rough- roughies, and I think yeah. we did some pretty good ones, like Hot Summer in the City. Yeah, Hot Summer was a yeah. good one. Uh, that's one filmed right here in Michigan, man. Fucking out right outside of Detroit. That's a real greasy one. <laughs> Yeah, the girl's getting, like, raped in the ass. And then the woman's waiting. As soon as she's done, she says she's going to slit her throat. So she's looking up at the the Virgin Mary, like, praying while she's getting slammed in the butt. <laughs> in what, wait, what was that? Uh, in Hot Summer in the City? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. She's looking up at the Virgin Mary statue or whatever, the cross, and... She's praying while she's getting raped in the ass, and then was that hot summer in the city, or was that? Uh... Yeah, no, that was hot summer. Oh, okay, did we cover fireworks woman? And we reviewed that too, didn't we? I think that might have been J Dog with you. Oh, that might have been J Dog. I see. I know we did roughies, and no, yeah. I've done two separate roughies. I can't remember if you were on for the first one. Yeah. 
I like this film here, how it, like they did it negative. He did it like reversed it and stuff like that. It's a cheap effect, but then it like, I don't know, it has, and it's like a dream sequence. So maybe that's maybe that's considered the special effect that the guy did. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know. I'd love to, I'd love to talk to Sean. I guess it'd be a good time. We could, uh, I can do a little promo here. Let me bring his thing up. So Sean is, uh, as we've said, he's a returning vet. He had, few years back i think he's doing better but i don't know he posts on a blog um and he was homeless for a little while which is fucking really sad you know because this guy is extremely uh talented even though he wasn't able to ever break into mainstream films uh the guy could have broke into mainstream films i don't know (laughs) i mean he's he's just as good if not better than wes craven and you know those guys i I don't i think he's i think he's better at this than they were, you know. Well, Wes Craven, he, he didn't really seem to know what he was doing in his early films, right? And he was—I think the only reason he was able to to be able to translate over into mainstream is because they didn't know for the longest time that he was—he had done this shit. So, uh, Sean, he's got a blog, and it's uh, SeanCostello.com, and uh, he he's always talking about all kinds of stuff and like the deuce and stuff. Cause he's from New York. Uh, so that was like his home. Um, and he does, he's got a little like PayPal donations and stuff. I'm sure you guys kick this fellow sleaze fiend a few bucks here and there. I'm sure he'd probably send you something. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't know for sure, but you know, who knows, you know, kick him some, kick, kick him a couple bucks. He might send you a fucking sign something or other. Who knows? So, uh, he seems like a really nice guy. Uh, I've checked out his blog quite a bit, um, just on research, but I'll give the, uh, the PayPal email, uh, if anybody wants to shoot him some, some money and stuff, uh, it's Sean.Costello at gmail.com. And yeah, I, I, apparently he was able to get some kind of subsidy or something from the federal government for being a, you know, a veteran and stuff for, uh, which, I mean, come on, this has been like, you know, I don't follow politics that much. I know you don't, Dale, but I am sure you know that it's been a problem with them trying to take vet, you know, veteran benefits and shit away. And the guys are just getting left on the fucking side of the road. But, you know, Sean Costello is not only a a veteran of a, of a war and everything, but he's also, you know, a a film vet. I mean, it's fucking worse. We wouldn't be sitting here talking right now about this if. You know, this guy hadn't done his thing in the seventies. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, check, if you can, if you can't kick him some money, go over there, say hi or whatever on his blog, tell him, you know, you, you're, you're into the films and what you think of them. Or I'm sure he gets hate mail too. If you, if you don't like the films, you want to tell him what you think of them. I don't <laughs> Maybe not. Don't do that. But <laughs> I'm sure when you put out, when you produce these kind of sleazy films, there's probably all kinds of, uh, Christian extremists. Mm-hmm. Well, all the misogynist women's groups, I'm sure. Would yeah, be. that too. All the feminazis <laughs> too. So I didn't mean to laugh when you were in the hey rape squad right on the. Yeah, that's right. Rape squad. Yeah, rape squad showing. There's another movie. That was Show World. Show World Center sign behind him there. Rape squad. He luckily he's looking at it like. Hmm. Rape Squad, is that the one where the guy's wearing like a Jason mask and he goes around mm-hmm. people? Yeah. yeah, they got like ski masks and shit on and they're running around with machetes, but it's like a horror movie. 
It, see, it, but it looks like a. It's like some last house on the left, where like it seems like it could be a roughie, but it's definitely low budget enough that that would have helped. I think if it, it did have hardcore scenes, but I didn't mean well, to laugh when you were right in the middle of that serious stuff. But oh the yeah, scene where his the whole scene where his girlfriend's <laughs> at the door, ringing the doorbell, and he's running around everywhere. He's thinking it's the cops, so he's trying to find somewhere to hide his animal equipment. He's trying to flush it down <laughs> And that's why he throws it in the toilet, and he tries to flush it down the toilet. And there's no way it's going. It's way too big. <laughs> <laughs> then he finally opens the door, and it's his girlfriend. This guy's got a mustache. He's probably going to get fucked. <laughs> he's going to do the fucking next. You know it. You guys should see my. Uh, I got a nice porn stash going. It's it's definitely on. You know, you know. I'm ready. I'm ready that for would be it. Late so. back then, man. I know, man. That's what I was thinking. We need to bring him back now. If you have a mustache, it's like people think you're probably a pedophile. Not fun, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. You know, let's talk about that. Like back in the day, like when this movie was made. Like, it was cool to have a van with a bed in it. It was cool to have a mustache. Now, if you got a van with a bed in it and you got a mustache, yeah, you're some kind of child molester or something. <laughs> Rapist. Like, you're not cool. Like, well, that's, that's the thing, too, is that the vans don't have, like, this badass mural, like, Latino mural of, like, you know, fucking some big titted warrior princess or whatever on it, you know? And that's the, pro- mm-hmm. I think that's the problem. I think that's what they're lacking. So. That reminds me of my wife when she was a kid in the 70s. She said they were looking for, like, they were thinking about buying a van, so they were going around looking at different ones. And this, <laughs> then the, the retailer guy, he showed them this one van, and it had a mattress in the back. <laughs> Her mom freaked out and goes, we're not looking for a fuck truck. <laughs> she, was, she was, like, totally offended. Fuck, fuck truck. truck is another great band name. Yeah. <laughs> fuck truck, man. You know what the best ones were? The vans with the waterbed, man. That's a lot of weight to drive around, though. I feel like you filled the waterbed and you parked it. Like, you didn't drive it around with the water in it, but... I don't know. I'll have to look up the specs on that. It would shift the weight all over the place when you're taking turning corners and stuff. (laughs) I know, right? Mm -hmm. Waterbed's a weird idea. Like, uh, who thought of that? And then it caught on. Remember my parents had a water bed? Yeah, my parents had a water bed too. It was heat like they were cool. It was heated, but it would get too fucking hot. Like you didn't even need a blanket on you, dude. And just like, roll over. If your one side's cold, just roll over. <laughs> yeah. When I was a kid, yeah. this like on our main street, I lived in this little town. And the guy parked his car and he didn't put the parking brake on. It was on hill. And he went to go in the bank and his car started going down the hill and I was standing there like I, I had to dodge it pretty much. And it went up over the curb. And then they had gigantic windows in this bed store. And it was filled with water beds. And it went up, bounced up through the giant plate glass window and like popped the water bed. And there's water shooting everywhere. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that, was some like, real, that was some real water power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bought some enemas on a waterbed. Like, well, you know, it's like <laughs> waving around and she's shooting the fucking enema water out. Like, I don't know, Dale, we got to make a movie, man. <laughs> I think the, that'd be a bitch enema. to clean, though, because it'll get all around underneath the water mattress. And... Zach, did you say off road enema for? <laughs> <laughs> 
Somebody just going around collecting girls and then driving on rough terrain and giving them an enema. That'd be hot. So it'd be like a Gonzo film then, like so it'd be like kind of reality, the reality form kind of thing. Yeah. But there, if it's amateur too, <laughs> look at the, these two chicks getting lesboed. The one like <laughs> looks like she's disgusted, trying to like yeah tongue the other one. <laughs> I like how red his eye was there when he was like that last shot when he was looking around the corner. His eye is like red, like no other. That's probably what they used the effects. That's like, oh, I gave him some coke and it created that effect of the red eye. So I put, you know, I gave myself a effects credit, baby. We, we we went up and blew cigarette smoke in his eye for like ten minutes, and that was the effect. You know, he looked he looked like he hit some weed right before this. But, He's probably uh, doing some coke, stayed up for a few days. <laughs> <laughs> right, because this is filmed over like a four day period, so like they filmed the start of it at the beginning, and then like they're like, "All right, we want your eyes to be really red, so we'll come back to this scene." For now, for the people that can't see, we're seeing a uh, carpet munching. In yeah, this scene's, hot. this scene's hot. Oh, she's not yeah, having any problem baby. with the bush. Beat that bush down. <laughs> Get down in there. Ooh. Part those branches, man. Get it. <laughs> it's like the deeper her tongue goes, the the higher her legs get up in the air. And Jamie's satisfied. Look at him. He's about to cry this scene so hot. Uh, I gotta get in there. He's, he's stopping it. Why'd he do that? He's gotta clean up. It's getting too dirty. <laughs> and I don't understand how he felt like he was cleansing them when it made it like messier. But... <laughs> I think he was trying to cleanse his own sins, is what I think he was trying. That girl's got like a total smile on her. I'm smack bitch. <laughs> well, now yeah, we're so back to the, the crap footage when they when when he's forcing them to give him head. Like, oh yeah, right here. Yeah, they cut this out. It jumps to the yeah, but when it gets greasy, you know when it's getting greasy on this cut because it jumps to like really low quality, like it was a snuff film. <laughs> Here's a snippet we found fucking here or there. Oh, God. Stick it in the mouth. <laughs> you lick my balls. <laughs> so, Dale, what? what let's, let's get set, because some people might be like, what, what makes it a roughie? Like, what, like, violence, power, S&M? Yep. yep. Are those all earmarkers of, of, of roughie? Definitely, like, Violence, power, force, sex, mm-hmm. rape. Yeah, I forgot about the uh, R's for rape. Mm-hmm. Now we got a tender scene of this. Yeah, he was a porn stash guy licking, tossing some cell in there. Yeah, he licked your <laughs> asshole. I could never do that. Oh, he's getting deep in that butt. Oh, see, that's a reoccurring thing on BTM. Sometimes, like, uh, we see uh, hot actresses, and I got like, oh, you got any hot actresses that you would, like, eat their ass even if they just got done taking a shit? <laughs> uh, like, any of them you could think of? Like, she's mm. so hot, I'd, just, I'd do that anyways if she wanted me to. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd have to, let me think that one over. There probably is one. <laughs> now you're getting <laughs> close to scatchboard. <laughs> Right. I could never do, you know, I could never do that. Like, I was with this chick for a little while that she loved to do that. And I was kind of like, I've never done it before, but um, I'd like to try. But I made sure that I told her, I'm not going to reciprocate this. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to lick your butt, too. Just so you know. Like, 
I just don't. It's not me. It's not for me. Did she but say okay? You can do it. Yeah, she was totally cool that she told me that. Uh, I want to lick your really, ass if you want. Yeah, that. that was that was what was hot to her was to to lick somebody else's ass. She didn't really care about hers being licked. So that was. You were perfect. You were made for each other. Yeah, I'm not with her or anything anymore. But that was like a that was kind of a a short fling, shortest fling. Did, did you wash up the salad bowl before she tossed herself? Uh, you know, she was so into this that she like always had like baby wipes because she's I guess, I think she was kind of a whore. So she told me <laughs> after I was like met her and was like with her and shit. This fucking bitch tells me she's slept with like a hundred guys, and I'm like, oh fuck, that's the end of my sex career. That's a lot of asshole eating. Well, luckily I didn't. Luckily I'm I'm good, but like yeah, everything's good, but yeah. That one could have been risky because, you know, in this day, like somebody tells you that back in this era and you're like, oh, yeah, well, who hasn't? You know, that's like a regular thing. Like, that's what I've like. All the stories I hear is like you meet up with somebody back in the 70s. I, I think this only worked for like good looking people. But uh, yeah, you just like meet up. And before you even like knew anything about each other, you fucked. And then you got to know each other. And like I hear stories like that all the time. And, you know, you had fucking key parties and. Sounds like a wonderful time to be alive. Yeah, dude. Like I was born in the wrong era. Dale, you were, were you were born in the. I was too late young 70s, in the wrong right? era. Right yeah, era. <laughs> yeah, you were born in that era, but at the end. Yep. Or yeah. I was too young by the time it ended. <laughs> right. Well, you got like the the early '80s was still kind of '70s ish with the disco and the cocaine and stuff, though. So you remember that, like the early '80s. I mean, you're from yeah. Canada. You're from Canada, so people weren't like doing like. Were it different up there, or was it the same scene? No, it was probably a little different. Yeah, or they were a little more uh, discreet about it. Canucks it don't like to fuck, huh? Oh no, they like to fuck. They <laughs> yeah, there may be a, a little, uh, like I said, more yeah. discreet. <laughs> in the privacy of your own home plus it's cold as fuck in canada like who wants to fuck outside or like strange places like you want to be like by the fireplace like every yeah, porn yeah. scene in a canadian of porno would be like uh by the fireside on oh, the bear rug <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no that's what we uh we we See, there's we, some there's some sex in here like you could oh yeah you, you could yeah. pop one off you know yeah just not during the animals yeah there's no poopy water Oh no, that'd be kind of like that. I guess that might be hot. I don't know. Get poop water sprayed on here. Like it's hot what, until you come, and then you're like, Ugh. yeah. Then you're like <laughs> running for the shower. <laughs> Weird. Kinky shit only seems fucking hot before you get off, and then you're like, what yeah. the fuck? Why did I do that? Why was I like in that weird position? That yeah, that's like that's I think I feel like at a. Now, now, like, I, now I kind of feel weird about being turned on about that now that I've blown my load. <laughs> that's that's why if you're like that's why if you're like at a hotel and you buy a port, you don't jack off the first scene because then you like what are you gonna do with the rest of the time? Yeah, exactly. You just have to turn it. That's why I, you know, I, fuck. I mean, now in this day and age, you don't have to worry about it. But yeah, like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't. I think I only rented a porno once, and I think I I only bought a porno like from a store once, so. It was expensive, but it and it was like a retro. No, I could bought a couple, but they're always like retro ones. Because mm-hmm. there I am, with my film historian, like, oh, I'll see if this has any, you know, significance, <laughs> cinematic value. And then I see a movie like Water Power, and I go, wow, 
Why wasn't this guy doing mainstream movies? I would have fucking let him direct every movie. Now, it's been a while since I, I read about the Illinois Wanama Bandit, but I think he just gave animas, right? Like, yeah, that, he yeah. just got off on that. The next yeah, I don't know if he raped him or not, and he didn't kill him or anything, so. <coughs> See, that'd be fucked up if he liked to give him enemas and then bathe in their shit, like shitty water as it came out. This is this is the grand. Uh, this is like the orgy of enema movies, basically, right here. Like it's like a symphony. I like his like facial expressions. Like yes, yes. <laughs> Jamie's like the so conductor. Yeah, he's like a conductor with his fucking little enema end. Look at him. <laughs> I always love how the enemas like seems to be way more painful, freaky to them to the women than the actual rape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's like getting an enema is worse than being raped. Look at him. Uh. <laughs> oh, like, I want to see this in high depth. Oh. I want to see this in blue. <laughs> they need to put a blue out of this. I want to see that enema water in fucking HD. I want to see like each individual chunk. Look at the other chick. She's trying to like squeeze <laughs> over as much as she can so she doesn't get She almost <laughs> fell over and broke her neck on that fucking poop water. She almost got friendly fire. Uh, that was a serious like. Sport. She's like, no, no, get it on my feet. It's on the shampoo bottle and shit. God. I like how he's got two separate bags for him, so, you know. Yeah, he doesn't want to cross-contaminate. Cross-contaminate those anuses. Mm -hmm. He's trying to cleanse them, not fucking filth them. Now he's pissing on them. (laughs) Here, let me clean you up. (laughs) They cut this out. They're like, oh, that's too far. Yeah, this is like, this is like Two, three different cuts right here we're seeing right now. This must be from that uh, that VHS extended pissing because I don't remember that. That must have been from the... Oh, that, get the cum shot. We kind of got like two shot cum shots. We got like a piss yeah. shot and we got a cum <laughs> shot. So, it almost seems it, like two different scenes. Like He's fulfilling multiple markets here. He's fulfilling the enema market, the scat market, the piss market, and uh, <laughs> famous regular... <laughs> Regular fucking. Rado. That's a great job. They go right from him blowing his load like a close up on his cock to like guys coming out eating hot dogs. Exactly. That guy ate most of the bun off his and the hot dog's sticking out. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Look at that hot dog. about to eat a hot dog. Sean told him, make sure that hot dog's like sticking out so it looks like a dick. I just love all the details here, man. Like, there's just so much detail. They don't make them like this anymore. No, they stopped making those after they started making them on uh, shooting them on video and then digital. Mm-hmm. But you know what I look at? Like, modern day uh, pornography is basically the equivalent of a, a peep booth in your own home. Like, you can pay a girl to, like, shove a fucking cucumber up her ass and mm-hmm. do all kinds of freaky shit and then like as soon as you come you could just click it off like it's better than back then like you'd have to like jizz on the window and then she sees it and then like you both know what happened she don't see nothing and like when you're done you could like, just click off and she jumps on to the next paying customer yeah pretty much that's what it was like <laughs> the internet destroyed a bunch of jizz mobbers jobs <laughs> i know dude the 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 internet destroyed the the porn industry basically <laughs> when i went <laughs> in those boosters like the, the guy the jizz mopper was just coming out and he like looked so like sheepish 
<laughs> oh yeah, that's right, Dale. You've been in one. So where yeah, was this at, Dale? In New York? Did you go to the Deuce? No, uh, this was when I was in Canada. Still. Oh, okay. So where where at then? Where is the uh, the city uh, named uh, called Edmonton, Alberta? Oh, okay, Edmonton. Okay. Yeah. Where the where the Oilers are from? Yep, exactly. That's your favorite team, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I went to a I went to a game where I saw the Edmonton Oilers fucking mop up the uh, what is the Nashville uh, fucking predators. Some, predators are the shittiest team. But yeah, I went in, I went in there. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. There were like twin sisters in there and everything. It was pretty hot. Wow! So that's what. So you went in there and jerked off. Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. <laughs> Could they see you? You could see them, but they can't see you. Was it? Oh, yeah. Was it like the hottest experience you've ever had sexually? Or that's I don't know if I'd go that far, but... <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. That takes the cake. I fucked a black hooker once. So. Really? Where? Yeah. Not when I lived in Nashville, I got her off fucking back page. Nice. Yeah. I, well, I, like? I, I uh, well, it was in the dark. I don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> It was kind of like weird, but like I felt pretty confident about it. But like, listen here, like, hear me out too. I was able to cross two things off my bucket list. I I got to fuck a hooker and a black chick for the first time. So you know, yeah. I don't know. She was pretty good, and uh, I don't know if she was like. I don't know if she just says this to every one of them, but she did say she came. Like I don't know. She was making weird noises, and I was like, "What's going on?" She's like, "I'm coming." Well, you know, Sweet. I made a hook man. I don't know. This ain't just me bragging, man. Like, I was surprised as you are. <laughs> well, she might have been lying, which kind of sucks. Yeah, she might, but, like, it wasn't going to, like, she wasn't going to get any more money. As a, as a matter of fact, I talked <laughs> her down. Like, she wasn't bad looking. Her name was Miss Chocolate. She was pretty good. She had big tits and stuff, and, uh, yeah. She wasn't bad, but, you know, she kept, like, oh, okay, well, that's only, like, it was, like, it was over 100, but, like, she was trying to only do, like, 30 minutes, and I was, like, she was trying to want more and shit, and I was, like, eh, no, I don't really need that much time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're, you're, like, a hooker. I'm not going to be, like, all sensual. I'm not going to, I'm not going to warm you up. I'm going straight in. She's already warmed up. I mean, she's a hooker, dude. What do you expect? Mm-hmm. She probably came from some other fucking some other dude. Exactly. Uh, I, you'd be surprised. There's probably some freaking weirdos that like that. Like, oh, you've had ten cocks in you tonight. Let me eat you out first. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you've you've been with a hooker though, haven't you, Dale? No, I never have. No. Oh, fuck. I haven't been with a oh, black feel... woman either. Really? Oh, okay. I don't feel so greasy then. I had to do something greasy. I've never, you know, I felt like, I don't know, you know, doing EC and putting out sleeve speed. I felt like, you know, I kind of had to live the role a little bit, you know. <laughs> exactly. Who, the, who else fucks a hooker to get into character? Bad 32, he walks the fucking walk. He's the king. I don't know. You know I, I think it is. I think it was in me already to begin with. So, because mm-hmm. uh, I've always been fascinated by like pornography and I saw like my first porno when I was like eight years old. So it was like a lesbian one from like the eighties, and like they had you know the little pantyhose thingy to hold it up, and like I think it was like a lesbian thing at the end, and then there was this dude that had like a shitty sweater on that got like a blowjob on this couch, and I don't know. 
See, I was so young that like I remember getting scared of it. Like, what the fuck? Ah. <laughs> what is this? What's going on? Yeah. Well, that's because in pornos, people are just so nonchalant about fucking. Like, it goes on. Like, we fuck over here on the chair, and like. <laughs> the first one I seen it was with, like with about the same age, maybe a little bit younger, and I was with some older kids, and he's like, "Look, he's giving her a pearl necklace," and I didn't even know what that meant. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> See, I found like I was I don't know how old I was, but I found a VHS tape that had the the word dads <laughs> carved into it. Like, oh, this is dad's tape. <laughs> so I was like, I gotta see what's on dad's tape. Right. That was an ongoing joke on uh EC with between me and Goat was that we were watching some dad porn. Like <laughs> all pornos where dad's like grilling naked. Always oh, got kiss the cook, you know, apron on. But like, I watched a lot off. of dad porn because my friend that lived down the street when we were like in the fourth grade, his dad was actually the fifth grade teacher, <laughs> and then his his girlfriend because he was divorced from his wife was the grade two teacher, and we went in and we found all their porn. They had a bunch of S and M toys. And he, yeah, had huge, yeah, awesome. he had a huge porn collection, and he just kept. Did like, they have mirrors on the ceiling? Tapes out, and then we. we, we was there? Was there? Put them back. <laughs> was there mirrors on their bedroom ceiling? No, but they did have oh. a lot of dildos, they, and ball gag, and everything. Did they have a water bed? Can you imagine that your fifth grade teacher and your the grade two <laughs> teacher, and you find their S and M stuff. See, if that was today, you could have uh, stole that tape and put it online. Yeah. <laughs> we they should didn't point make out. Of themselves, but he had a lot of porn. He had a lot of porn. So we we should point out porn. here that uh, Jamie's now fucking duct taping an apple into this broad's mouth. I don't know. <laughs> he couldn't afford I think I'm a little. I think I'm a little bit behind yours, Dale. I think mine blipped around a bit and started lagging. Uh at one point, I accidentally clicked the screen. That's why I was like, where are you guys at? You at the 14-minute mark? <laughs> oh, okay. If I paused for a second, then I had to like catch it back up. I was wondering why you were asking that. <laughs> oh, what's he going to do? No, it was actually coincidence, the ball gag thing. <laughs> I said it, and then he started making one. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Wow. Yeah. This movie is just so greasy, and this cut makes it even greasier. It doesn't it really make it does. like worse. It makes it like it makes it sleazier. Like this I don't know, it might make it worse. than the cut I had originally. There's got to be another like twelve minutes in here. So yeah, dude, that, I don't remember this him practically ripping her panties off of her here, and I don't remember the apple in the mouth either. So maybe that was uh, yeah. He's getting greasy with the ripping the panties off. Fuck yeah. And then, and then I like how it, it it's it's already a shitty like print there, and then it gets shittier. Like here's the greasier footage. <laughs> when it when it turn when you see like one low grade VHS, and then it gets more low grade, like a third generation dub. Yeah, it's getting it's getting weird. Yeah, when you see the Dutch subtitles, then it's like level one shitty, and then it gets then there's level two shitty, and then level three's like it's so dark you can hardly see what's going on. <laughs> But that's like the best. That's like the best footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They it's clear that they didn't like the violence uh, at the end because it seems dominantly like the other cuts have a lot of the violence cut out of them. Like I know the alpha 
blue. But I feel like the alpha blue cut was cut because that's all that that's the best print they could find, you know, at the time as far as materials. We need the uncut version. <laughs> this is circum uncircumcised version. Hey Zach, are you regretting uh, doing this yet? <laughs> no, this is uh, amazing. Okay. Wish I had time to watch it first. Well, Zach, I, I think some people like to listen to it, but then when they go to do it themselves, they feel like kind of <laughs> scuzzy. They're like, I don't know. Man. <laughs> Zach was talking to me about uh, uh, faces of death, and I got to thinking. I was like, Yeah, that's like. That's like when I was 10 kind of test of, you know, willpower. Mm-hmm. This this is more, you know, more our more our age range or more our speed. Well, at least me and Dale, I don't know. We're trying we're trying to get you up to speed real quick. I mean, like my second podcast episode was covering fucking Breaking Point and, you know, Thriller Cruel Picture, so mm-hmm. That's what broke me in, man. You think the BTM guys once they hear this, they're going to be like I don't know if I want this up anymore. <laughs> I don't know if we want to be involved with these fucking nasty guys. When they when they signed the freaking sleaziest podcast known to man, and then they have second thoughts. <laughs> well, Riverman knows what we're about for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. Aaron knows too. I don't know if he's. I know he used to listen to EC, but I don't know if he ever listened to the Ruffy episodes or not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you guys get pretty greasy too. I mean, I've heard some, you know some incest stories and stuff on your <laughs> podcast so zach i i wasn't involved in it i, d- I saw it have incest is best <laughs> keep it in the family right yeah see that's that's probably uh, like the equivalent to uh these now is those incest like oh hey son you you, you can I help you? You ever see those videos yeah. on Pornhub? Yep. You say it like that's the taboo now. It's, it's not animal <laughs> porn anymore. It's like cousin fucking. No, I, I like it when it's like the mom, like the the, bo- the boys like injured his hands or something. <laughs> and she's like, oh no, you, you're going to explode. You're getting headaches and stuff because you can't release yourself. <laughs> I guess I'll have to help you. <laughs> I, I saw one where it was like... Uh, it was like you're supposed to be like, oh, you're a baby and you're wearing a diaper. And she's like, oh, let me change your diaper. I saw that exists. Oh, we live in a world where that exists. Yeah, dude. One of my exes told me like some guy tried to hit her up and wanted, was in the diaper changing. She's like, no, I didn't want to do it. And like, I was like, whoa, like, what is this? I was intrigued. Hey, listen, there's I met this chick and she's into like reading these uh, erotic fictions about these guys like coming and like impregnating them and then just like basically them being like you know surrogate wounds and then it'll be like find another girl and then uh you know i'll be back in like nine months and i'll be here to and you better have my baby and better be taking care of it and then uh and then you better find another girl that i can knock up so i can do this again but this girl <laughs> this was her biggest fascination but this girl was like so like afraid to get pregnant so i don't know what it really what, what that was all about the taboo of getting pregnant i guess <clears throat> plus she would always cry after cry after we had sex so she was she, she had something else going on i don't i don't really know so but uh yeah you know there's some Who weird stuff out here. You're having sex, man. Right, exactly. Like well, I'd rather time, like screw the shit, right? I just put the water like, in her and then he shoved his cock in real fast. <laughs> I'd rather have enema water than a chick cry. Like it's sprayed on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
That's just me. He's in position now. He's going to get sprayed with the shit while he's jerking off. <laughs> Usually, you just like to stand to the side and watch it come out. We're seeing a butt getting ready to spray poop water on him, Jackie. Oh. The evolution. <laughs> I like how he's like fucking her butthole with that enema tip there. Uh oh, it's building. It's going to be a big one. It's going to be big. You almost got the whole bag in there. <laughs> now you just, you don't even, like, you, I guess you could buy a bag, but like now you just go buy like a bottle. And like it's already got the. Mm. It doesn't have the little uh, balloon that blows up, though. Yeah, that's true. That kind of looks like a douchebag, too. I think you could double that as a douchebag. Mm-hmm. I think they made sure she was cleaned out and did a pre-enema. It's like pretty clean water coming yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Well, they learned on the previous enema. Jamie's like, you want it to spray on me? You got to do one before we do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of power behind that water. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yes. This is, now it's really grimy looking. They they cut that <laughs> shot of the car driving out. It makes the bathroom look like dingier, doesn't it? <laughs> like the bathroom is clean and well he needs to. He's she wasn't clean enough. We didn't get down to the poop enough, so <laughs> I farted earlier, and I just I just got a big whiff of it. And for a second, I thought the movie was in smell o vision <laughs> My girlfriend caught a couple clips of this. So, like, a, I don't know. I think when we first met, I was perusing it, and uh, and she was just disgusted by it. <laughs> she couldn't believe that something like this existed. The ass licking one. What's that? The ass licker or no? Like the ass licking scene? No, the chick that liked to lick your ass. She was the one that. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, my my current girlfriend. Ah, uh, okay. She might have been under this though. Not on that. She got me thinking about that. She was right <laughs> up her alley. <laughs> missed opportunities. I'm wondering what I missed about the with the uh, incest reference earlier. My my girlfriend was intrigued by a thriller, a cruel picture. She yeah. uh, liked that film, and she liked uh, Alejandro Jodorowsky's Holy Mountain too. She was really intrigued. She's like, "There's no dialogue," and she's just intrigued. I was like, "Yeah, this is an art house film." <laughs> There's very little dialogue. Another movie with amputee in it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Jodorowsky, you know, he would employ amputees. He did a couple films with amputees. I like this guy comes in to save her and he's like, spends the first like minute like just looking at her butthole. <laughs> not taking her gag out, not trying to get the cuffs off her. <laughs> What did he do to your butthole? He's touching her teddy too. <laughs> yeah, the cops. <laughs> he just he grabs the cops yeah, yeah, He's like, I, don't worry, I'm trying to help you. <laughs> They're not called cops for nothing. The cop feels, man. Why is your thumb in my butt? I'm trying to help you. <laughs> <sighs> this must be from the VHS cut. This is a little, little grade. Looks like, yeah. 
They cut out the ending. Why would they do that? That's that's probably where it ended, huh? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Last year there were some. I don't. Yeah, I don't think there was anything more. That's like the longest cut. So that was the first time I over top the English. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Words on words. All right. Probably was, do you even remember what the ending originally was on, on your cut, Dale? I think that probably was it. Yeah. Well, they ran out of money. There was no more. Uh, we ran out of animal water money. <laughs> they didn't want him to actually get caught. Like, he just gets away. And... Right. I know that or they ran out of money. <laughs> but yeah, we can't get him arrested and put him in, like, a jail cell or anything. <laughs> that was a great film. Two thumbs up. Yeah, what is, would you watch another, uh, do another c- porno commentary? I'll, I'll do them all, baby. <laughs> yeah, that that was our. I think that was our first porno commentary. So I don't. Maybe these will go over. Maybe EC will just turn into a porno commentary. Like I would just <laughs> like to turn the show into reviewing porn. But I guess we never did yeah. mention that that we decided that it was a uh, kind of ridiculous that we'd stop a podcast like this on this. Episode 68. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, technically, this episode 69, obviously, because of the content. And uh, we never we were going to mm-hmm. do a 69th episode. We did a 69th episode, but then we didn't air it because I dropped the ball on that one. But uh, <laughs> I just got lost. Well, it just didn't it didn't happen. It just didn't get finished. And it was, you know, obviously it was going downhill faster than I, I thought it was. But uh, I don't. I don't really know exactly. Well, you know, it's like I said, I don't really care either way. We'll just say here that it's this one's technically number 69, and we did a porno commentary so for it. Mm-hmm. Dale, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think this would have been, this is a better episode than what the, the actual 69th would have been? Or? Uh, probably. There was I a lot of guests, think, like Strebo and Goat, and I think everybody was on it. Yeah, maybe even maybe even Riverman was on that one. I feel like he was. So, but uh, I don't know. Maybe Dallas it was kind of up in the air what we were doing at the time too. That like, didn't even. I was gonna quit, hurt. and I thought maybe you and Goat would keep going, and then when I quit, you're like, you're both like, fuck it, we're done too. Then, <laughs> right. Pretty much. I mean, we were getting down to the end anyway. We were already, I know, uh, we were promoting it on the 68th episode. That, were, like, that was going to be the last one. So, and uh, I don't know how, you know, we we appreciate you putting the podcast up. I don't know how often we're going to be able to do this, but uh, I think me and Dale are obviously, we're definitely into having the opportunity to uh, do this if we uh, need a soapbox to get on, I guess. <laughs> Mm-hmm. or see something that we feel passionate about talking about and that brings it back we were going to talk about the deuce and we just talked about fucking sleazy shit the whole time we didn't even talk we, just, we forgot we dropped the ball on that one. Oh well <laughs> go watch it if you haven't seen it you'll you'll get the vibe of what it was like back then well t- you only watched uh the first episode right zach or have you seen it all or i had i didn't get a chance to yeah i wish i did did you watch the first episode I st- I started it and then like my comp- my internet was kind of being messed up. Ah. So I didn't get to finish it. Yeah. That first episode to me wasn't like it was kind of hard to get into the show because I had seen that episode when I first uh when it first came out and I didn't I just caught up with the show, you know, I don't know, probably a month ago. 
three weeks ago. So See, whereas it's, it's really, I, lo- I love the show and I watched like I DVR'd every episode and I watched every episode twice before I deleted it. Well, no, I mean, I just I didn't have the X. I think I watched it through the HBO streaming or something. And then I had access to watch the other episodes and I just couldn't get through that pilot. And I don't think the pilot is that great. Uh, it really doesn't start getting good until episode two. Yeah. That's when I really feel like it kicks in good on uh, the first episode, but or uh, the first season. But yeah, it's a pretty good show. I, you know, like yeah, there's going to be a third season, and uh, what is it? It's going to be in the '80s, right, Dale? I think so. Yeah, third, so and jumps, fi- third and final season. Third and final, yeah. So it starts out in like '71, '72, and I felt like it was a mistake that they jumped. They jumped to '77. Well, I understand why, because that was like where like the porn industry was really blowing up and people were becoming porn stars, you know, and then they wanted to edge in there in the second season, like how uh, the video, you know, videotape is coming out, which to me is like the death of the good pornos that I really, you know, there's some all right 80s stuff, but it just, I don't know, it doesn't have the, it's not shot on film and it, yeah. and they comment on that at the end of the second season. I don't know if you caught that, Dale, how like yeah and that's that's true to it like the porn filmmakers that were shooting on film weren't keen on transitioning over to video because it was cheap and that was the theme in um like uh boogie nights too with uh burt reynolds character he didn't like that they were going to convert to the video so then they started just making them like then then everybody can make them you didn't have to raise a bunch of money and they just started getting they're knocking them out just like in no time on video you know Mm-hmm. And they and they weren't as good. I mean, they, they cut they out had the budget. The, they cut out as much acting. They hit. They try to do the same thing on like a basically cannibal camp out fucking budget. You know, when they thought, well, we're making up with it with the hardcore sex scenes. Well, not really, because you know, like a film like this. I mean, they spent eighteen thousand on water power for Christ's yeah. sakes. Jeez. I mean, then by the nineties, you'd get a porno, and it was like, even though it was a full length movie, it was just a bunch of scenes that usually didn't even connect or anything. Yeah, it's a bunch of loops. They're back yeah. to, and well, that's yeah, where back, we're at. Back to loops. We're back to loops mm-hmm. right now. And I, so we need to get like, so now the loop booth is on your computer. So where are we going next? Are we going to get like, is it going to get into like octopus fucking or <laughs> like, what do we do? Where are we going? What's the next level? Cause we're back at square one. So, right. I mean, that kind of. Mm-hmm. So virtual reality porn. I think the live sex shows need to come back. I've never seen a live sex show. Have you, Dale? Did you ever see a live sex show other than like the Pete Booth? Did you ever like no. see one on stage? No, yeah, they should bring that back. There probably is places where I guess there is like webcams. Yeah, that's true. But like, I want to go and sit down. Usually, and, it's like, like a chick like it. banging her boyfriend or whatever. I want to smell the, the 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 greasiness in the air. Like, <laughs> yeah, the cummies. Yeah, whatever the body odor. <laughs> it's harder to keep uh, quiet now you know what i mean yeah yeah That's well somebody, we do somebody will crack down on it we, right, right try to shut shut the operation down but then that'll like increase you know the fucking ticket prices and then, then whereas the good old demand. days you could have it right on 42nd street and the cops didn't even care that you're having live sex shows in there <laughs> The cops would be in there watching, like yeah, sitting on their fucking break, like on their lunch break and shit, <laughs> trying to pick up girls, fucking some of the dancers or whatever, fucking the performers after the show. Like, hey, that was hot. You want to come back to my place and do it? <laughs> I got donuts. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know the Deuce existed. So I'm looking forward to watching it now. Yeah, you should you watch that, that show of the Deuce. It'll give you a, definitely an idea what it was like. Mm-hmm. I've heard like from people like that were really on the Deuce and stuff that like have kind of trash talked that show a little bit and said that like, it's it's a little bit more clean than really what it was. I'm sure the girls didn't all look that good. I'm sure the, they did. Oh, I'm sure. You know, so... But yeah, I mean, it's basically like a film, you know, a show about, uh, you know, with mainstream actresses playing real trashy fucking streetwalkers. So like uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal's, you know, real sleazy in it. She's like a producer, too. The thing I love about it is most of the characters are based on real people that were around the, the scene then. Mm-hmm. Right, Mar- Marty Marty Hodis, the fucking uh, the loop, the the porn king, the loop king. Yep. Nah, and there was and even his- twin brothers that were you know making movies and things. Yeah, Zach guys actually made like fucking like uh, well we brought up Screw earlier. Al Goldstein fucking made became rich and like a millionaire off of a fucking sleazy newspaper out of New yeah. York, and Marty Hodis became a millionaire off of fucking the peep booths, a coin operated machine, and became a millionaire. Well, I'm sure a lot of his money came like with those fucking like show wow. world and stuff with the carousel where the doors because that was a coin operated you know operation like on another level with the carousel where all the w- multiple windows opened in the show world that's featured yeah, in uh yeah. night of the juggler and nightmare and a damaged brain that fucking carousel thing mm-hmm. and i think it's in femmes de sod too isn't it dale oh yeah you- yeah i think it is I, or maybe that was the one no that one was filmed on the west coast so that might have been a carousel probably like a mitchell brothers oh yeah uh, that was on the they west had coast. sleazy shit yeah yeah, because San Francisco, like, that's another thing, Zach, is, like, every, like, s- major city in America had their own little 42nd Street. When I lived in Nashville, they told me, like, right down Main Street used to be, like, sex shops and, like, porn theaters in the 70s and 80s mm-hmm. until they cleaned it up. Same thing, like, well, shit, there's still places like that operating in Detroit. But, yeah, every city seemed to have their own little version of 42nd Street. Yeah. At least what I've gathered. So, sounds like Dale... Good up in Canada, days. yeah, there was a Forty Second Street up there. Well, yeah, there's a movie. Uh, what's the what's that actor uh, from Scanners? Uh, he was in a bunch of other shit. Yeah, he's in this trashy slasher movie where they filmed it up in the fucking. I don't know if it was Montreal or like the red light district up there somewhere, and then they filmed some of it in the U.S. in like trashy areas too. Even but the award-winning uh, film Midnight Cowboy was filmed filmed on Forty Second Street. A lot of it. Yep, Taxi Driver too as well. Uh, there's a lot of movies. Like I, you know, the uh, I didn't know this, but doing like a little research on Forty Second Street, the last appearance of like basically the skeleton of Forty Second Street is featured in uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Last Action Hero. It's after they shut everything down, and they actually grant must have granted access to the to the studio. That was shooting Last Action Hero, and they had a bunch of like mock titles all on the billboards and shit like that. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so Last Action Hero, you can see what basically the debt, like the the dead body of Forty Second Street, because mm. they just went in like a fucking street sweeper and just basically. And this is what Giuliani did to be able to shut it down. As what I read was. That he said that any no he passed like a law that nobody could operate like a sex oriented business, like I don't know so you know 
within uh, proximity of a church. And apparently, like, there's 42nd Street, and most of these operations are, like, right there by a church. So, yeah. yeah. That's how they were able he's to, like, a, put it down. He's a horse teeth looking motherfucker. Fuck him. Yeah, fuck him. Well, yeah, we, we know what kind of piece of shit he is now because he's Trump's lawyer. So, we, we we know what kind of greasy, what kind of greasy mitts he's been, you know, involved in. Talk so. about ass lickers. <laughs> <laughs> he's all up in Trump salad. <laughs> well, I know Pete, uh, 42nd Street Pete did said that some of these fucking you know guys would be down there on the deuce and they'd seen these guys they know these guys are fucking degenerates and stuff i'm sure we know trump's a degenerate come on i mean (laughs) well you'll even see that in the deuce season too they have this the politician guy that he's married with kids but he goes down and like screws the gay hook guys and hookers and stuff right at the bathhouses Oh shit! Well, this is running a little bit long. I guess we'll yeah. fucking tighten it up here. And uh, I don't know. We, I'm sure. I hope everyone enjoyed the the commentary and everything. And uh, are you put? You're putting this up on like uh, iTunes too, as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, let them know Zach where they can get this this fucking podcast. Yep. Just Revival House Network. And, uh, it's on YouTube. And if you still have like, uh, the old exploited cinema talk shoe password and stuff, I can upload them there too. If you don't have time. Yeah. I, I mean, I could, yeah, that'd be great. And then, um, I can get them back and there's the blog spot too, which is still up. It's just none of the links. They're all dead except for, I don't even know. 68 might be dead on there. So. Mm-hmm. I'd always have to fuck with it. I remember even when I ran the show and everything, um, I would always have to like go in there and like something would get fucked up or whatever somehow. I don't I don't understand. It must be just you know blog spot. So, mm-hmm. well yeah, I'm gonna try to update that on my end and then because I wouldn't even I wouldn't even ask you to try to fuck with that whole thing I've got going. So. The way I the way I have that HTML finagled that <laughs> I have it set up to where like it's easy to just go in there and drop your new like your new download in and it's just all pre set up and mm-hmm. yeah it's a nightmare but yeah eventually we'll get that back up and uh, and running and stuff but meanwhile whatever wherever wherever Zach takes you guys just go just go with him because he he'll lead the way he knows and there's other podcasts in this garden too it's not just us mm-hmm. so. Um, yeah, thanks for doing all this shit, Zach. Yeah, really. No seriously, thanks. It's my pleasure. We appreciate it. We also, I, we should plug Strebo's. I don't know where it's going to pop up, but uh, we did NVP, Mutantville Players uh, Radio, uh, After Dark. Uh, I don't think Strebo has done an episode in a long time. And uh, we did, what did we do? Like a two-hour show, Dale? Yeah, probably about that. I think this show will probably be up before that one is because I haven't heard anything, but I haven't been bugging the old guy, so I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> piss him off. It's probably already a headache, and he's like about ready to give up, and then Bat hits him up and be like, "It's a show. Did you get it edited yet? Fuck you!" <laughs> Dumps it into the trash can. But yeah, I don't know if you if if you guys didn't get enough uh, hearing us talk here, you know. Uh, We'll probably actually I'll probably post everything up on uh Sleaze Fiend Facebook page so you can get like both links if you're looking for that MVP episode. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys do you guys have a Facebook page for mm-hmm. the Revival House? Well we could post yep. it there too. So Yep. Cause now we're tapping into your listeners. So 
that's the best. Yeah, any like uh, links you want to put? Because we always put a bunch of links in the the every episode, like the notes, like the descriptions of it. Oh, okay. So, like the links to the magazine and everything you want to put in there. Yeah, if you want to, I'll sh- I could shoot you a link to the the uh, store envy page, which is now Weird World Publishing. And actually, I'll I'll just I guess I'll plug it. Uh, you can get Sleaze Fiend still. Um, the first two issues are out of print, but I'm doing a second printing, so those will be back in print if anybody hasn't gotten them. Uh, the third issue is out. The biker exploitation uh, one. Dale was uh, involved in that. He wrote a couple uh, one pagers. And uh, you can get all that at www.weirdworldpublishing.com. We do have a domain name. I, t- I broke down and bought bought a bon- do- domain name so because I'm trying to trying to go legit. And uh, yeah, we have some other stuff on the on the store too as well. Uh, uh, comic some comic reprints, and uh, I've got uh, adult coloring book. From Robin Bougie of Cinema Sewer. I, I got a bunch of those I'm selling on there too. If anybody's interested in those, those are really cool. So And believe it or not, a couple weeks ago I went and looked and fast custom shirts still selling exploited cinema shirts. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. T shirt Joe. Fuck, we need to plug that. Uh fastcustomshirts.com. Uh and you know what? He's got like two locations now I hear. Really? I hear he's got really? two stores. Yeah, so I don't know. Like, I don't you know if he needed it or if it's like getting so many orders, but I don't, I think he prints on demand, but I'm not sure. I think like you order it cause it's people would always be like, what's taking so long. And I'm like, I think he's making the shirt. Like, I, th- I think he's custom making it. Yeah. They're made to order. Yeah. You know, it's called fast custom shirts. He does it as fast as he can, but you know, mm-hmm. t- it takes the guy a minute, which I didn't realize that until I'd order from him a few times. And so yeah, like if you order from him, like he's got badass shirts, and it'll be way uh, cheaper than uh, what's the one website that everybody used to go Rotten Cotton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his shirts are like way higher quality. Like I haven't ordered from those guys in a while, but like I just remember like his shirts lasting longer. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they've changed their material, but he uses that uh, Glidden. Those gl- gl- is it Gilden or Glidden or? Gildan, I think, yeah. Gildan, yeah. He uses those shirts, and they're they're pretty. Dude, I've got shirts I bought like I don't know six years ago, seven years ago. I still there's... have my old exploited cinema shirt. Do you? Really? Is it like hanging in threads? Like, is it all like tattered and shit? Or no, nope, it's still going good. You don't. Yeah. What do you like? What do you like? Frame it, or did you like just not wear it? Or <laughs> actually, yeah, I can't wear it now because it's too big for me now. Is it okay? Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. You had a, you bought a shirt. I didn't know that. I don't. I don't really know how many. We didn't really ever get a kickback, which was cool because I mean, you know, he kind of served a purpose and stuff there. And I mean, who else would do the shirt but him? I mean, he designed it and everything. So he pretty much did just did them for um, podcasts that he liked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He hit us up and when J Dog was doing the show and said, "Hey, I'll do, I'll do your shirt," and I'm like, "Uh." all right cool and then he shows the design and i was like that's fucking sweet dude mm-hmm. so that's actually the uh from uh what is it what's the fucking movie uh, the john hughes film uh yeah is it pretty in pink yeah i think so and when uh what's his name's fucking anthony michael hall's got the pan is it anthony michael hall or is it? that's been so long since so i like to movie. stick it in the pink yeah right <laughs> <laughs> The, the kid, but instead the panties, he's holding up the fucking 
the sacred film reel. Actually, what's on that film reel is this fucking this this uh, ultimate enema cut of water power. <laughs> he's gonna show all the guys and he's Pure gonna smut. drop a fucking sheet down in the bathroom and and have a little private stag party in the boys' bathroom. I think I might buy another exploited cinema shirt actually. Since they still have it. I think I'm gonna buy one too. I, I don't know what the hell happened to my other one. So I've had like I've I've actually went through like three of those shirts. So mm-hmm. so maybe Joe needs a hey, the podcast coming back. Joe, you you know, we'll give you 30, 40 more episodes. You just design us another shirt, and you need to design a revival house one because these guys are like got tons of content for you, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember Joe always tuned in, and Joe Joe had called in a few times. Joe was always a, a listener. He would always critique me on my music if I used some music he didn't like. Oh, this is one music I used. I looped it, and I thought it was cool. I was like, yeah, that was cool. And it was like, I hate that fucking song, and I had to listen to it for like a half hour. And I was like, fuck. Joe was never afraid to tell you his opinion. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, th- Joe, I can't fucking put like death metal or something to it. Like Dale would love that, but I mean, yeah. we'd have to scream over each other, have to crank it. So, <laughs> well, I don't know how much of this you're gonna use, Zach. So I don't. Dale, do you want to roll us out, or should we just keep talking? <laughs> I bet the listeners are like, just keep talking. We haven't heard from you guys in fucking so long. <laughs> Where's our full so, hour podcast? We probably should roll out soon. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to do a 10 hour. As long as you guys want. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Dale. Roll us out, man. What do you want me to say? You've been listening to Exploited Cinema Podcast. The comeback, episode 69. Thanks that sounded sleazy. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Comeback, episode 69. <laughs> They wanted to come back. They want to. We, we want to wipe it off their lips. <laughs> I want any lip out of you. I'll rattle my zipper. <laughs>
Where the hero grand 